Bye. Short Bus Debate Club. It's a bus. Rolling. I can get on board. <laughs> Hello, I'm Darren Jolly. <laughs> it's time to get this short bus started. So let's roll. And on with the show. Hey, and welcome to part two of... <laughs> <laughs> Military Appropriations 2023. Nothing nothing funnier than military appropriations. No, we just know how to have a good time around here. Um, so the exclusive content here is not going to be real exclusive since I said I was going to put the fucking link into the description. But we are going to talk about things in more detail and give you sort of a, well... An opinion, an insight, our paradigm on the entire thing. Yeah, I, I definitely have a closing statement for this when it's all said and done. Yeah, so um, since I took the entire fucking beginning of the last segment, you want to fucking jump in? Not particularly, no. But, well, I mean, so line items, like what you were talking about at the end of the other one, um, we got to talk about the regions, but one of the things that I thought was really funny was like the way that they talked about like um, international cooperation is like an afterthought, you know. Like at the at the very end, they're like they're like oh, um, at the end the non proliferation effort efforts are on page seventeen, and it's an eighteen page document. And there's one line item. We're gonna spend three hundred fifty four point four million on co-op on a cooperative threat re- reduction program. And that's our non-proliferation. Right, which means that NATO is putting in probably $350 million because they're big on non-proliferation. If you pull up any of the weapons shit, when we did, um, what the fuck, the weapons of mass destruction, weapons of insignificant destruction and those (laughs) those episodes, dude, NATO is fucking huge on non-proliferation, and I know that uh, the group that you talked about with regard to the uh, chemical warfare in uh-huh. Syria. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. I did more research on those guys, and they're actually a branch of NATO. So while the U.S. may have been putting some money in, or Iraq, or whoever. Oh, you mean the the, the organization that lied about the fact that Syria? No, had... no, no. The one that you said went in and said that they lied. Well, that was two people that worked for that organization. The entire organization itself, though, lied. Okay, yeah. So, and they're about they are NATO. because they're 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 chemical biologic. Their whole thing is about d- destroying chemical and biological weapons, which is why. It, what they did in Syria was so fucked up. Maybe I just missed that part because I thought you were saying they were completely separate, but that's, that's fine. They worked for them at one time and then they blackballed them. Those two, those two guys who were like, they had like between the two of them, like 32 years, uh, chemical, biological, chemical and biological, like going into places and seeing when it happened, what they used, what they did. These guys, these two, those were, they were inspectors and they got fucking, uh, they they went in and said, guys, you guys are saying that that, that Bashar al-Assad, that his military did this, but we're not finding anything that indicates. No, but that's not what we're saying, you know. So, 
Okay, well, I felt weird about saying that to begin with because I'm not a big believer in an organization that has a security council that has the United States and Russia, China. Well, that's the UN, though. That's what I meant. The UN, not NATO. Sorry. I Again, I started drinking again in January. It was my fucking... Yeah, the permanent members, France, the UK. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I have a hard time. So they were, they're an offshoot of the UN. They were, yeah. They're, yeah. They're, they were, they were a weapons inspection agency that, that functioned on behalf Specifically of on, like, biological and chemical. Weapons, yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Which is why, I mean, and just Aaron Mate, like, if you go, like, go look at his stuff on Twitter, he's, like, he's, I think he won, like, a Pulitzer for all the shit that he unearthed with regards to this. And, like, he did that, uh, they had him testify in front of the, you won based on everything that he he proved was um and and still Bullshit. I actually was uh, listening to uh, while I was doing my research for this um there was this thing on Twitter Twitter actually is doing some interesting things now there was a discussion group that was going on and there's this uh, real fucking ass can that used to fucking work for uh he was the deputy assistant to President Trump his name is uh, Sebastian Gorsky 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 something like that uh and uh, uh, there were a bunch of other people that were on there, but because he was like an actual um, name person, so like Aaron Maté was on there, and all these other like uh, a lot of lefties, and there were there were some some righties, but uh, like Maté's like because the Gorsky guy, I need to figure out what the fuck that dumbass's name really is. He, he's such an asshat. Like I just oh it's Gorka Sebastian Gorka was what his name is. Um, he, he's like a pure realist, so like he sees everything through the lens of like nations fighting with each other, like nations as if they're like actual individuals, you know, um, it's just the stupidest bunch of bullshit ever. But uh, Gorka used the example of what happened in 2017. He said, well, Bashar al-Assad used those chemical weapons and Mate is like, dude, I want a fucking huge award proving that that didn't fucking happen. He's like, so you still are going to stick to that as a story? And he like he just rolled right over Mate, like pretending that you know. Now that you say that, I'm wondering if there's a line item in the budget for creating false stories in order to get fucking people riled up so that they're behind the war. Like seriously, I mean that could have been the six billion dollars that I was talking about. But they're not going to put it in there like that. Right. Yeah. But it could have been something in Homeland Security or something over on military construction yeah. or flag ups, all that kind of shit. It could have been the entire fucking NASA budget because I still think that's a huge fucking slush fund for the CIA. Um, it could have been any number of things, but you have to have a certain amount of money in order to create that viewpoint and start everybody going in one way or the other, whether you're talking about planting headlines in traditional newspapers and on the news, or whether you're talking about using bots and cyber type shit on Twitter and Facebook and whatever. Um, I think, I think they actually have that budgeted. I just don't know what they fucking call it. Well, And you know, the funny thing about, that you can call this a funny thing. I'm not sure if it's illegal, but this is a funny thing. But uh, um, so um, 
since 1990. So to, how do you, how do you know whether or not the money's being used for the right thing or being allocated to the right space? How, how would you go in and figure something like that out? What do you need to do to an organization? I think you need to look at where they're spending their money. And how do you do that? What do you call that? You audit Accounting? Them. You audit them. Right? Yeah. You go in and you fucking audit them. Okay, so like the Pentagon, right? In the last five audits they've done since 1990. How do you think those audits have gone? <laughs> to where they didn't know where the money was? Yeah. No, I'm guessing that's what the they, end result was. They just outright failed the last five. I mean, like... In a world where you have these just gigantic defense budgets, you know, and, and, and again, like we're looking at the defense budget for the 2023 fiscal year, right? I mean, we're not we're not looking at the Pentagon budget, you know, we're not looking at like because the Pentagon budget is like you're, they have money that's allocated to it annually, but it's fluid and it comes from various different things. And and like like we said earlier, there there, there might be intelligence money coming from here. Uh, there, there are these other ancillary bills that they might tack on. You know, we're going to send another thirty-four billion dollars to the Ukraine. You know, so all that kind of fucking shit that just keeps fucking happening. Just Take twenty percent from NASA. We got another two. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like they don't even need. Like literally, they're like they're like uh, NASA uh, a missile defense budget. You know, I mean, right. this, this is like, you know, I mean, and now we have a like a space military force. I mean, Space Force. Yeah, dude, the show on Netflix. Mm -hmm. If you haven't watched it, Space you Force. should watch it. It's fucking who's, hysterical. Who, well, it? it's Steve Carell, which yeah. I'm not a huge fan of him, but it was actually fucking funny as shit. Did they shit. make it after Trump? Did, did they yeah, really? After the Space Force thing was established, <laughs> it was funny as shit. Uh, <clears throat> um, so, kind of, kind of based on what we were just now talking about. Yeah. Um, one of the line items, and it's on page 11, it says responding to evolving threats. And there are a total of five bullet items under that heading. But one of them is it authorizes the establishment of a center for security studies in irregular warfare, calling it an irregular warfare center to serve as a central mechanism for developing the irregular warfare knowledge of the DOD and advancing irregular warfare concepts and doctrine in collaboration with allies and partners. Now, in theory, we could call irregular warfare guerrilla warfare, right? Not gorilla, gorilla. No, 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 I know you know. Okay, yeah, the, the goof, yeah. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't think that that's what they're saying here. No, I think I, that I they're either. putting a fucking budget spot on to create something an, about what I was just now an talking about. Abstraction that doesn't have an actual objective expression, so that you can basically do whatever the fuck you want with it in that moment. Right. And yeah, seriously, like a regular worker, what the fuck? And that even do we mean? really need a fucking center, an irregular warfare center? So that means what's the center? A center is, is does it, that's, that might be a station out in the middle of the field where you're you're conducting operations. Well, no, right? what I'm actually thinking is that next year or the year after, there's going to be some fucking building somewhere, wherever, mm -hmm. and now they have their own fucking budget. This is the irregular warfare. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think they're going to put that on the outside? Do you think maybe it'll be a fucking, like, polygon? <laughs> 
Yeah, because you don't. It's, you can't. It, it can't be. You can't have like an equilateral position in a regular Warfield build. Right. Yeah, I get the. I get the image. <laughs> <laughs> this is the world that we fucking live in, assholes. I mean, seriously. Like, I mean, that. Like, I didn't. I. I. I totally glossed over that line item. So requires the establishment program to increase warning time of potential aggression. Okay, so that that these other things kind of make uh, U.S. Special Operations Command sock so, That's that's all normal shit, right? What's an assault breaker two? I don't know. I'm about to look it up. Authorized and increase 120 million for assault breaker two related activities. I I'm gonna look up the irregular warfare center. I just want to know. I want to know if it's gonna be. A po- like like a but a okay so assault breaker two is tied to DARPA which shouldn't fucking surprise you since it didn't have a fucking number attached to it um <laughs> they have a regular Pentagon's just for the record <laughs> <laughs> so for the irregular warfare building we could have an irregular Pentagon. That's fucking disgusting. A regular warfare focuses on their five uh, core missions within a regular war. Unconventional warfare, stabilization, foreign internal defense, counterterrorism, and counterinsurgency. So they really are talking about stuff like guerrilla concepts in that space. But I mean... Like, that is just the stupidest bunch of bullshit in the history of the universe. Because, like, a regular... That's regular warfare. I mean... Well, nowadays it is. I mean... It's always been. Well... If you read Sun Tzu, that's that's regular warfare. Yes. I I understand that. But I think they're talking about regular warfare in... The ways those dipshits used to fucking line up and shoot at each other. Here, listen to this. This is Wikipedia bullshit on. Uh, is defined in United States joint doctrine as a violent struggle among state and non-state actors for legitimacy and influence over the relevant populations. Concepts associated with the regular warfare are older than the term itself. Okay, so that explains it. I mean, if Wikipedia is accurate, then that does say that we're trying to fucking influence people through fucking Twitter and fucking media and whatever else. Which if you've been, and it's a propaganda war. Which if you've been, have you looked at any of the, uh, um, the, the Twitter shit, the Twitter? I don't ever fucking pull up Twitter ever. You, but the, uh, um, since, and, and, and of course there are problems with this, but, uh, since, um, dumb, dumb Elon, uh, took control of it, Matt Taibbi and uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, I can't remember. I, I I like the kid. Um, not Jack Ruby. No, no, yeah, Jack. And and then the Jewish girl. I can't remember. But they're the they're the <laughs> they're the hippie long sucking. Yeah, long sucking is not fucking Jewish. But she's probably Irish. <laughs> Maybe Scottish. Roughly. You can interpret that however you want it. But um but so they they're they're doing these like so the the Which fucking Jewish girl, dude. Hang on, give me give me just a second, I'll pull up the Twitter thing. The Jewish girl. 
<sighs> Sorry, Pippi. Uh, Matt tied Barry Weiss is the Jewish girl, and and Lee Fong. Lee Fong is the other guy that I was thinking of. Okay. Um, there. Uh, so Elon Musk has given them. So he runs this information through his lawyers and through um, uh, some sort of an outside source. Uh, and this is information about what uh, the Department of Homeland Security, the FBI, the CIA, and other intelligence agencies, particularly DHS, FBI, and CIA, were communicating with Twitter about things that were happening, things that were being discussed on Twitter. Uh, COVID. Uh, so, like, anything that had to do with, uh, um, what's it called, a... Uh, uh, the other thing, the when you make the virus, the I know what yeah. you're talking so about. The, the, that had the whole with the, bullshit with creating it and out of the the, the research the and development. And, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know why I can't fucking remember that shit. But you, you, you anything that, that had to do with that, anything that had to do with, uh, you know, uh, Russian involvement with uh, um, like the elections. Yeah, trying to push that dialectic forward, like that discussion forward. Anybody that was speaking out against that, any anybody that was being critical of this, anybody that was so they were they were literally like monitoring and not just monitoring but creating false uh, Twitter profiles. Yeah, I mean it could have gone to the fucking Eli Lilly thing that we talked about. Yeah, except for we know who did that. Like that's that which is right, but I mean it could have it could have shown how far it spread and who actually. Yeah. Took action and forwarded it or... That was exactly what they were doing. Because the people who owned Twitter at that point in time were working in concert with these intelligence agencies. And then when it switched hands... Now, I'm not going to say that Elon Musk is a good faith actor. That would be a stupid fucking thing to say right now. There's a really good point that uh, uh, Glenn Greenwald made. He's talking to uh, Brianna Joy Gray on Bad Faith. And... She asked him whether or not if he were given the opportunity, same opportunity that Barry and Matt and uh, Lee were, were given with regards to Elon, would he do it? And he said no. And he said, this is why. And and, and you can see a moment in his life where he, he did this. He said, they're controlling the flow. Of, Elon's controlling the flow of information. Yeah, he's given them the ones that he, he wants, wants them, them to, to see. Exactly. And, and and Glenn said, I can't, I can't be a party to that because I could be being used unwittingly towards being being constructed towards a different end and i won't do that i didn't do that with when it was uh when i was getting the information from uh nsa douchebag guy um any number of what's his name though i don't fucking know who you're talking about greenwald the one that got the information from the whistleblower the one that's in russia now the one that you think is an uh, is is still an I, asset. Yeah, I well, an asshat an or asset, a fucking an CIA asset player. An asset. Um, Dude, I was the, the kid with the glasses. Yeah, I know who you're talking. about. I always about. forget everybody's name because I really don't care. You know, I mean, and I, I, I. So Julian Assange and. God damn it, I've seen that movie like three times. Uh, the Fourth Estate? That's the one I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean, I know who he is. I just never can remember anybody's name. No, but I still think he's uh, fucking full of shit. Him. That's the one. I, I, Snowden. Edward Snowden. I think he's the guy that did just exactly what fucking Elon Musk is doing right now, and he's pretending to be transparent 
so that everybody fucking relaxes. If that's the truth, like the the files that that it looked like were given to to, I, I trust Glenn a lot more. I trust a lot of other people. Like the way that it the way that it was framed when it was handed over to him was done in a very very intelligent way. I now having said that, and I know we've gone in circles over this a little bit. Like the one thing that Edward Snowden did that I think like I would be critical. So there's I have two big fucking problems with him. One is that he said he didn't get debriefed by the Russian uh, in, R- Russian intelligence when he went there. Um, I'm sorry if you work for the CIA and the NSA. And he should have had his Russia, fucking fingernails pulled. They, yeah, they're they're going to debrief him one way or another. He's not going to be able to stay in Russia. They're going to ask him a bunch of questions. If you really honestly tell me that you didn't do that, I just I just I just can't believe that. It's just all bullshit. But the other thing that concerns me about it is that uh, um, it normalized the the notion that everything we're doing is like. And when I say normalized, I mean everybody's like. Even though we disagree with it, we say that it's bad. We say that it's evil. Everybody accepts it as a fact now. Okay, so this doesn't have shit to do with fucking military budgeting either. But it goes back to what we're talking about right now with uh-huh. the whole irregular warfare thing. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Sort of. So what you just talked about with Snowden. Uh huh. He came out and said, yeah, we did this and we did that and everything else. And then all of a sudden everybody said, oh, well, he had fuck, he admitted it. So now we know what they're doing. And everybody fucking calmed down. I, I didn't understand it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's my problem. Exactly. But it was the same thing, again, sort of, as what happened in Oklahoma City. Trump, or not Trump. Clinton's fucking approval rating is going in the fucking toilet. They hate fucking Clinton. They hate Reno. They hate fucking Hillary Clinton. They hate the entire fucking slate. Yeah. A bomb goes off. No suspects. All of a sudden, they fucking catch a guy. Clinton's fucking approval goes through the roof. Everything happens. Attorney General, yay. Go ahead and munch that rug on Clinton. Do your thing. (laughs) And everyone is fucking, again, just completely, it's fine. And that was after fucking Ruby Ridge and Waco and all of the fucked up shit that happened with the FBI. Not to mention the fucking Navajo raids and every other fucking casino in the Southwest. We were doing fucked up shit to people and they were getting pissed. And then all of a sudden, the FBI is great. The president is great. The United States is great. It's the same fucking thing that Snowden happened. And maybe it is irregular warfare. And maybe they've had an irregular warfare center since then. Well, I, I just don't think that. I mean, obviously, they, I mean, we've had an irregular warfare center since uh, what were the brothers? Uh, Dulles. The Dulles brothers were functioning with the ONI, you know. I mean, uh, and and I don't think that I don't think that that's conspiracy theory to even say that, you know. I mean, you, you understand that, you know, you 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 bring over some German scientists, you know, at a, at the end of World War Two, well, even before that, you know. I mean, they were doing. They were doing fucked up shit before, well, and, before that, and so, definitely uh, after Vietnam, we understood how important. Hearts and minds. The hearts and it's, minds were. I was gonna say the popular vote 
whatever. The manipulation of civil society throughout. Through, yeah, I mean, it's funny because like you you have somebody like Robert McNamara who is a who's a, I mean he worked for Ford. He was essentially a fucking bean counter, right? And and he wanted to quantify concepts of war but all of these other people that were around him were saying there are qualitative questions that you're not dealing with and were, they were not talking to him about that but they were very clear that uh, we understand the value of concepts that Robert Mac McNamara is capable of negotiating but we don't want to end wars and this wraps back around to the question that we're really the bigger question that we're trying to ask like the the end the, the end of uh uh, what's the, the 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 film the the best war film of all, of all time with the uh, apocalypse uh, now yeah apocalypse now what's what what's the douchebag's name um, Martin not no, Martin not Sheen, Martin Sheen but the other one yeah but uh, the Godfather yeah um, uh, 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 Mar Marlon Brando right yeah. so like Martin Sheen finds him and they're sitting there just talking about it. like dude the I remember because I was in a, I was in a political um, a political film class and they did redux while i was in the political film class this guy named uh harvey was uh teaching the class really fucking super cool fucking teacher and we went to go see redux at the one on uh, the colorado boulevard uh, that big imax screen that they had over there over where hooters used to be yeah uh-huh and uh the scene at the end where brando's talking to him and they talk about cutting off the fucking arms they, they said the Vietnamese, we went in and we vaccinated those kids. And we came back a week later and they cut all those kids' arms off. And I realized in that moment that we were never going to win this war. You know, I mean, and like he basically he tells Martin Sheen to fucking kill him because he can't deal with everything that's that in his had, head that he had gone through, that he had done, yeah. who he was. You know, I mean, the whole because uh, Apocalypse Now is supposed to be that uh, it's based off of the book from uh, the the river that they go down in Africa. Kwai? No. No. Um, no, not River Kwai. The it's it's a it's a it's a Rudyard Kipling book or not Rudyard Kipling. Uh, uh, Joseph Conrad, The Heart of Darkness. It's like the it's like this Heart of Darkness. Yeah, it's a that book. was the Lion movie. Well, but the, the I I'm like the my understanding was that when he made uh apocalypse now that was sort of like he was on this sort of joseph conrad heart of darkness journey okay um but in that moment in the end like that and when i think about that it takes me to that space where we are not trying to win wars anymore we are trying to perpetrate a permanent state of war on multiple different levels to construct economies of war we are. I mean, we absolutely fucking are, and we're trying to figure out different ways to do it, which explains the irregular warfare thing. Yeah. I mean, the, and again, so none of these, well, one of them has line item attached to it, but in cybersecurity, uh -huh. there's $44.1 million to support hunt forward operations. Which, if I had to guess, being in cybersecurity, I would say that that means they're threat hunters. Okay, so they're going out and they're looking for these threats and trying to isolate them and get rid of them and probably fucking reverse engineer them and figure out so that they how cultivate. to deploy them again. Yeah. So 44 
$0.1 million for that, which is great. I mean, fine. We need to know how to defend ourselves against cyber, and hunt forward is fine. But they talk about another bullet point is converged cyber and electronic warfare conducted by and through military and intelligence assets operating in the radio frequency domain to provide strategic, operational, and tactical effects in support of combatant commanders. That doesn't mean shit to me, and there's no fucking dollar amount attached. That could mean anything, because they just talk about a radio frequency. Um, there's $25 million for the Air Force Cyber re Resilience for Weapon Systems. There's $20 million for the establishment and initial operations of nuclear command control and communications. So I think that that money is attached to um, those guys down in fucking New Mexico. Um, but another $56.4 million for Cybercom um, for architectural development. I mean, and then they have another fucking entire heading under strengthening the cybersecurity posture. And none of them under the posture, oh, I'm sorry, four of them out of the fucking 10 or 12 have fucking dollar amounts attached. Okay, so the hunt, the hunt forward thing. All right, this is some fucked up weird shit, dude. Okay, so hunt forward operations are strictly defensive cyber operations constructed by U.S. Cyber Command at the request of partner nations. So we're, we're doing all these activities in Ukraine right now, right? So we're working with them in the middle of an active military conflict, right? Yes. So like the thing is to use cyber attacks that are coming against the Ukraine as a test run so that we can use them to protect and facilitate and, you know, like you say, reverse engineer, but you're literally using the Ukraine as... Uh, well, that, that I mean, that doesn't really fucking surprise me because it was... Uh... What did they call it? It was a, it was named after a James Bond movie. Um, one of the attacks came through, and it affected everything. And they figured that it was the Russians that launched it at the Ukraine. But because of similar shit that happened when the CIA and... The Mossad launched their shit against Iran, uh -huh. and it fucking infected shit outside of where it was supposed to infect. Uh -huh. Something similar happened when Russia was trying to infect the Ukraine, and it fucking spread. Um, it, it wasn't bad rabbit. It was... It doesn't fucking matter. These guys are all launching shit against each other, and they're reverse engineering stuff because they want to know... One, how the fuck they breached the wall, and two, what the fuck it was going to do once it happened. They're like playing games. Right. So if they added another line of code and they said, okay, this will breach, this will do this, but now we're going to fucking add this shit. So they're just, like you said, they're playing games. It's fucking 1983 the war line, games with fucking line, line Matthew Broderick. In the strengthening DOD cyber cybersecurity posture, uh, increase fifty million for artificial intelligence systems application development in cybercom. So, I mean, of course, you know that AI is going to be a part of this. But, and again, like 
this is this is money that we're giving to to private entities that are working in conjunction with intelligence organizations to develop technologies just like i mean yeah i mean the one thing that everybody is is the fact that that we have the internet and the internet came from you know google and amazon and all these motherfuckers have made all this fucking money off of this but it thing. came from darpa that, that that yeah that the military de- the military developed it was our money that developed it but we're not making any fucking money off of it we're mm-hmm. i mean we're not making just like uh you know uh, bezos made his fucking 200 billion off of you know grafting his fucking activity on the united states postal service and you know several other you know postal uh entities throughout the globe uh, the, these things are again they're not things that they're doing in a private way that's i mean that's no uh-huh. i i don't think that they are uh-huh. but i mean there's so obviously there are more headings underneath it and most of them have to do with with cyber um the artificial intelligence thing kind of scares the shit out of me almost as much as darpa um Boy, I tell you, if I was artificial intelligence, I'd kill all the motherfucking humans. I'd be just like the Matrix. I'd be just like fucking uh, the Terminator. The Terminator. Yeah, I just, I just think that humans, like if art, like real intelligence would dictate that we're not gonna, like we're not gonna. We could, we could, like you said, we could have made a turn. We could have made a choice. We could have restocked the sheep, sheep, shepherd, sheepherds, shepherds down in uh, Afghanistan. We could have helped them build roads. We could have helped them build fucking. Uh, schools, we could have helped, you know, women have a little bit, you know, more of a say in what it was that was going on, you or, know, or at least tried. Yeah, I mean, because something. so yeah. here's the entire problem I had with the whole thing is that we went over there and we said, well, we're coming over here to help these people, and it doesn't matter if it was in '88 or if it was in '03, fucking '03. But we weren't going to help anybody. We were going to help ourselves and that's it we don't give two shits about a fucking afghani fucking sheep herder or the first afghani woman to have a driver's license we don't give a shit about either of them luckily there's no fucking line items for afghanistan on there there are some line items for the middle east though I was reading some other stuff on uh, where they were talking shit about how we failed over there. There's this uh, institution called the uh, the U.S. Government Special Investigator General for Afghan Reconstruction, and this was written in 2016, right, when things had started to ramp down. And the suggestion was that corruption undermined the U.S. mission, uh, damaging the Afghan government, strengthening popular support for insurgency, and ultimately that meant that the material resources that we were putting in there got rechanneled to insurgents, right? So, uh, but the suggestion, and this is, I, I was got this out of the Chomsky and the Prashad book. Uh, they made a suggestion. In recent years, the U.S. has failed to accomplish any of the objectives of its wars. But so we like, didn't. We, like so, they they say that our intention was to install uh, democracy. De- dem- yeah, democratic institutions that were favorable to U.S. activities. But like again, like there's there's no real indicator that suggests that these were like you said these were ever our fucking intentions. No, and th- those weren't. Here's what our intentions were, and this is why it's fucking evident. 
our intentions were to bolster the fucking economic support for arms companies because otherwise you remember we were talking about how you know Laos is fucking full of mines Myanmar is full of mines Northern and that Afghanistan we yeah. should talk about how fucking if you start a war you need to go in and clean your shit up yes well we, we left tons of fucking M16s and fucking Humvees and tanks and all kinds of shit and now the Taliban are fucking driving them around and they're shooting our guns off in the air. And at least on the, the fucking show I saw on Vice, they were running a fucking fair. There are Taliban guys all around and kids are riding the fucking carousel and the fucking merry-go-round. And there were even a couple of Taliban guys on the fucking Ferris wheel with their fucking gun. That was American made. That we left there for them to have. So we weren't there to install democracy. Yeah, we were. We were there to make. We were there to make money off a of war. I mean, that's or, or, and and to and to to, to perpetrate uh, environments that allow us to continue to make money off of various different markets that develop out of these destructive. Because it's spaces. all about optics and maybe, and I hate to keep going back to it, but maybe that's what that fucking irregular warfare thing really is. And I don't know. Cause I think the CIA and the NSA have a lot to do with it, but maybe that's what it is, is just the optics. Oh, well, the United States is here to help. No, we're not going to help you clear your landmines. No, no, no. We're not going to take our shit with us. We're going to leave all of the ammo and all of the guns and the same thing happened in fucking Iraq. I mean, it wasn't just Afghanistan that it happened. I mean, it happened in Central and fucking South America. Our shit is everywhere. And the only reason that we can justify doing that is by buying more. Well, and, 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 and what's, what's becoming, what's developing out of it is it's not just our shit that's everywhere. Now, you know... The, the Chinese are trying to incorporate themselves into With these markets shitty in different fucking places. AKs. So they got they got some they did they look, look into it. They've got they they're not they're not there yet, but they're getting a lot they're getting a lot better. You know, and the Russians to the same to the same same token. You know, like you have these various different actors that are the Saudis in Central Asia, Pakistan. You know, I mean, in the in the in the same space. So. Dude, I'm sure that the fucking Brits are fucking yeah, the Brits, yes. And well, I, I mean, if, if the it, Germans, I, I just well, the Germans not nearly as much as the, the Brits have a much more. Um, I I do want to say at least a couple of things about um because we are talking about uh, appropriations. Um, one thing that I ran across in the midst of all of this um is anti-war activists who uh, their entire life is hell bent on trying to sh make the uh. The defense budget's small, smaller. Uh, this guy named David Swanson uh, has been one of these really good activi uh, activists who's uh, spent a lot of time on this. Uh, he tried to help uh, impeach uh, Bush and Cheney uh, with uh, Dennis Kucinich. Anybody that works with Dennis Kucinich is most people in Congress are fucking ass bags. I like Dennis Kucinich was a pretty good faith actor, I think, generally speaking. Um, but having said that, uh, I think that... Uh, people like David Swanson, and then there was another guy that I, um, I 
Stephen uh, Semler, um, like a number cruncher. Like he looks at the numbers, looks at where the money's going a ton. It's got a really good sub stack um, that's worth at least looking at uh, for people if you're interested in it at all. Um, but they're missing the boat because they, they, I think that they, they see, they're still sort of functioning on that like Keynesian militarism kind of like space. They're not seeing the way that this is sort of like a perpetual market that is just never, ever going to Do you think that's disappear. the case? That can't really be because that fucking goofy motherfucker that you showed me, mm -hmm. the one that you, David right Swanson. there. Yeah. Uh -huh. There's no way, I mean, because, well, I guess there is a way because a fucking doctor that gets a D in biology is still a doctor. Um, <laughs> so what's your question, though? Well, no, I just, I don't think that there's any way that nobody else sees it. Are they just trying to frame it in a way that people will listen? I think that... And we aren't? I think that most people, like, they see the political process, the way that it moves, right? They see the... And like like democracy and motion and I think that people in spite of everything that's gone on over the course of the last I mean after you know Bernie in 2016 Bernie in 2020 you know Nader in 2000 2004 2008 you know I mean I you don't have to like them but when you see the way that or even like when uh, Ross Perot did what he did in 92 and 96, and then they fucking shut down the Reform Party in 2000 by fucking putting Pat Buchanan in there to make sure that, that was they... Perot's fault, though, for a lot of it. Well, but they, no, no matter what, there could have been a third party that developed out of that because all they had to do was run Perot for a third time or run somebody in that spot. So maybe Perot was the fucking guy fucking things up. I, I mean, no matter what, Buchanan, they, like the because there, there was no way the I was voting for party, Buchanan. Yeah, the the Republican Party clearly sabotaged the Reform Party's ability to get money. There's no there's no doubt about that. And uh, the Green Party never quite gets over that hump either. The Democratic Party is very good about the Libertarian Party hasn't fucking yeah, survived. Same, yeah. I mean, but David Johnson was an interesting guy for a second. You know, it was a Gary, Gary Johnson was his name, right? Okay, um, but uh, having said that. Sorry, I was shaking my head. I know we're on radio, so you can't hear that. Um, I, I think that people have not come to terms. So like I told you, I listen to Bad Faith a lot. I like Brianna Joy Gray because she is this person who continues to struggle with trying to engage in the political process and you know, knowing that there's just no... Her last... The, the last... Uh, she had uh, Shama Sawant, uh, the, all these really good fucking people and they're like is there anything that we can ever do through electoral politics essentially that will ever you know and, and and like she sort of vacillates back and forth between these moments where she's like maybe yeah you know but really probably never because uh so who who, who was it again give me just two seconds so uh kishama sawan uh amani oakley and uh shahed Buttar. so these are all lefties who have tried to run and uh Shahid actually went like fucking balls to the wall against uh, Pelosi in her like, and he almost like upended her ass, you know, like, uh, and it's he's the only person that's really really took her on until she got. California is a tough market though, no matter where you are, well, because the fucking she's population in San, she's in is San Fran. outrageous everywhere you go. Yeah, they're they're fucking dicks to be sure. Well, no, no, I meant that because like dipshit. Fucking whatever I was calling her, the, the French name down in fucking southern Colorado. 
She won because she was in a fucking Bobert? yeah, Bobert. Bobert. She was in a fucking. <laughs> she was in a district that had no population, so she won mainly because she owned a bar, and the majority of the fucking people that lived in the district probably came to that bar. Yeah, she's getting two for ones or something like that. Right, blowjobs, whatever. Yeah. Or just talking French. She yeah. was giving him a beau bear. And then beau bear. Uh-huh. How do you want a beau bear in the parking lot? <laughs> so, <laughs> but in California, there aren't really any small districts like that. Like in central California, you know, fucking Merced and fucking uh, just the shit in the farmland in central California. That's probably the least populated area in the state. Mm-hmm. So Northern California, you've got huge population. So that's why that's what I was there. saying is that it's a tough market in California. So, but at the end of the day, like part of the reason why I like Bree is because she 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 always tries to find strategies to engage in electoral politics like so the spirit that you sort of like always try to embody you know don't don't just because electoral politics is bullshit don't stop engaging it you got to at least try and it'd be better if everybody was demonstrating how bullshit it was because all the pros all involved in, all, all involved all the pros <laughs> but uh so she always goes that but then she goes the other route too you know like do this do that do this do that but at the same time she tends to focus so much on legislative activities like like this is just these these individuals i think and she's like the furthest outside but she still gets caught up in that fucking web way too often um they all david swanson you know they i mean there's a reason why you spend so much time investing in crunching numbers with regards to military budgets because you think that you can I mean, David Swanson, like the the area that he works in, it's all about like trying to reallocate defense fund funding to to to, to social social funding. Well, dude, I mentioned that twelve percent of our budget went to the military, uh-huh. right? Eleven percent goes to education, and this was in twenty twenty two. So they haven't broken down the numbers for twenty. Yeah, we're, we're in the midst of everything still. But and some things could change in between. There's a lot of fucking money between one percent when you're talking about trillions of dollars, yeah, of course, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it ended up being like for military 2022, it was 767 billion dollars uh-huh. and 90, last year. 90 billion dollars less was for education and training. Uh-huh. Now, I don't know that I'm a David Swanson fan, uh-huh. but I would much rather see money my money education going to education, of course. and I would much rather see it going to fucking transportation. Our infrastructure in this fucking country is fucked. We've got bridges falling apart. I drive on 6th, and I go uh, right before you get to Sheridan. The well, that's a state right? highway, though. I don't give a Fuck, dude. We still get money from the federal government for state highways, too, yes, dude. Yes, we do. There's a goddamn fucking pothole in that fucking right lane that I've hit 16 fucking times. I mean, like, I went to China 
Those motherfuckers care about Dude, development. The only we don't give a fuck fucking about highways there. and infrastructure that I like in these 50 states uh-huh. is Nevada. And that's because they have so much money from fucking tax revenue that they just fucking... Their roads are it. fucking immaculate, Flo- dude. Florida's really pretty good, too. After having been there last week, they... they I and, drove around in Miami and Fort Lauderdale a bunch. I wasn't all that impressed. But that's that's fine. I mean, they either way. Toll, they might be because of the tolls, too. So, Well, there are tolls fucking everywhere. And that's another... Okay, so our tax money is supposed to go to the I system. How the fuck are they charging tolls all over 95 and fucking 25 and 35 and 70? That's that's road I already paid for, motherfucker. <laughs> Sorry, I, I know we're kind of veering off course, but it's that it's the sixth, the seventh call out of sunshine, I think. What I was kind of getting at, ah, fuck, I don't even remember. We were, so we were talking about. Uh, I was talking something. So we were ta- well, David we were talking Swanson, about David. Oh David yeah, Swanson, yeah, yeah, yeah. So David Swanson. I don't know exactly where he's going with all of that stuff. And I still... But you said you'd prefer to spend it on social stuff than on fucking Agree with with Eisenhower. I think we need a military and we need a strong military. But that doesn't mean that we need to go and pick fights with people in order to generate revenue. I would... Constructing markets, essentially. Right. I would much rather prefer if we were constructing markets... To go down to fucking Mexico or Nicaragua or fucking Afghanistan or wherever and say, look, you guys are dumb as fuck and don't know anything because you have no schools. Let's build a couple of schools. Let's build roads to those schools so people can get there. Because right now in those countries that I mentioned, the rich are educated and the poor are not. And they're using their education as a way of extracting value from the poor, not in enriching the society as a whole. Right. And those aren't the only countries. I, I just mentioned those because and they were, they were on the top of my head. Doing. Okay. So um, just a quick, like, uh, so this is, this is where I'm at with regards to what it is that you're suggesting. All right. Uh, this is a quote, again, out of Global Police State. It's in the... The conclusion chapter, the battle for the future. All right. This is a quote that he takes from uh, Eric Hobsbawm. Or Hobsbawm. I can't, I don't know how the fuck to say his name, but it's a good quote. Hobsbawm. The future cannot be a continuation of the past. And there are signs, both externally and, as it were, internally. And we have reached a point of historic crisis. The structures of human societies themselves, including even some of the social formations of the capitalist economy, are on the point of being destroyed by the erosion of what we have inherited from the human past. Our world risks both explosion and implosion. It must change. If humanity is to have a recognizable future, it cannot be prolonging the past or the present. If we try to build the third millennium on the basis on this on that basis, we shall fail. And the price of that failure, that is to say, the alternative to a changed society is darkness. And what, I, what I'm saying there is is if you have uh, actors who are using war as a way of perpetuating a permanent state of war as opposed to building a society where 
and you can pie in the sky. You know, I'm not pie in the sky because when push comes to shove, I I'll fight back, motherfuckers. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to be pie in the sky. I would prefer to build a school, and I don't I don't give a shit if it's in Afghanistan or not. Don't build a school in Afghanistan. Teach the motherfuckers here in America how to read because there are too many that don't know how. We've got some serious fucking problems here. So why do we... We're all on the same bus, though, bitch. No, I understand that. But why do we have a tendency to try to police every... And We're I know the answer. We're trying to police everybody. We're trying to make money off everybody. Right, by policing them and causing yes. war and fucking poking and everything else. We have, we have some debts to pay, dude. We're we're in a lot of trouble. We need and 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 if you don't have a decent fucking school near you, rent your kid a fucking book. Do something because rent your kid a book. Did I say rent? That's what it sounded like. I'm pretty sure you, sure you said rent. Yeah. I'll what? tell you that Annie, she used to. They had like a video book video stores down there. Yeah. So they they rented books. There. Well, let your kid a book. Is that better? <laughs> Or get them access to the internet where they can read some shit, you know. Something. Don't have them sit there watching Netflix only all day, you know. We've we've got some serious problems. And to go back to your fucking, you know, lefty, I want to fight the electoral process, I've given up, whatever. You know, we only have three choices. We have to do all things at all times. That's what it comes down to. We have to vote. Well, maybe, but I was going to say we have to be engaged in the political process. We completely fucking give up or we fucking grab a gun and fight. Those are our three choices. Grab a gun and fight is fucking stupid because we'd be like Palestinians throwing rocks. Giving up as far as I'm concerned, is completely fucking stupid. So maybe we need to develop a fourth choice because those are the only three I can think of. I think we have to do all things at the same time. I mean, I think that we have to, like, and I'm, I'm not telling, I don't own a gun. I'm not telling everybody to go out and own a gun. But I think that it's important that, that the people that are uh, in the system right now make it real clear that we either need to, have a different way of moving forward like you know that or we're gonna we're gonna fight to create it and and, and i understand that like like I, you know the france Fanon thing the symbolic you know the like i said the the dance you know the violent act as dance you know i'm not and i'm not telling anybody to go out and be violent but we're getting to the point where like when i see the way that you know david fucking swanson and like i i, I can't just go through the motions anymore. No, I wasn't saying that we need to go out and be violent either, but those are the only three choices I can think of is voting, writing letters and fucking calling everybody that you know, politically speaking, not actual. And maybe you don't know them. Maybe you just know their name. Right? So that's one being politically active. Two is throwing your fucking hands in the air and saying, fuck it. I, I can't do anything, which is what they want 65% do. of the population what, what is doing, want, what they want to do. right? Mm -hmm. Or we can grab some fucking guns and find some like-minded people and figure out how to change things. And I'm, I'm not saying that I'm grabbing a gun. 
I have a gun and I'll fucking shoot you in the head. But that isn't what I'm saying. You have to, provo- you have to provoke that act. It's not something that, yeah. Right. I, I haven't come to the end of that road yet. And I don't know how long that road is. So socially people are getting to the point where they're, it's getting, it's getting nervous right now to be sure. People are getting well, they're, super cynical. There are certain people that have become that way because they've been poked and prodded by other groups. And that's, to be clear, and I'm, I'm not speaking for Darren. I think I know his fucking answer, but we are not tied to any right group or any left group. We're not financed by anybody. We're not trying to instigate a revolution. What we're trying to do, we, we need a way forward. Is create a revolution of thought. We need a, we need an option. We need yes. something because if we continue to go down the option where, if 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 you turn the United States into Palestine, which is something that you were implying earlier, to be clear. Well, again, if I shoot my fucking nine millimeter at somebody, it's essentially throwing a rock at a fucking tank, dude. I mean, these guys have even their small arms are huge oh, arms. And, and the non, the non, uh, what do they call it? Non, uh, um, non lethal weapons. Yeah, non lethal weapons are so fucking like devastating under certain circumstances. Well, and those fucking, I mean, non lethal is such a fucking stupid term because. Yeah. They still kill people. Yeah. What? What? I mean, I I just ask the guys that are and the people that are in power. What do you, What do you guys want? What do you really want? What do you want? Do you want? Is this really what you want? Ukraine to, to function like this? Do you want Russia to function like this? Are we going to exist in a permanent state of warfare? It, can't we? I'm not asking you to get along with me about everything, but we need to find a better way forward. You know, this is this is not this is not reproducible. So we're coming up close to another hour on the second half of episode 68. Um, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you if I did. No, I mean, the, not reproducible is pretty much a... I'm done. You know. <laughs> so um, the one thing that I didn't mention in, in the first half of the episode, and this probably shouldn't be exclusive, but... You can go to the House Appropriations site, and it's just, I think, appropriations.gov. Um, and you can, house or the... Well, for the House. Okay. So you can find all of the fucking members of the Defense Subcommittee, and you can find out what states they're in, what states they're not. But there's one chick named Kay Baumgartner, I think. And she's in charge of all of the appropriations over the House. Um, in the Senate, it's some dude named Leahy, um, L-E-A-H-Y. Um, you guys should definitely check out these fucking websites. And if any of the people on that subcommittee are hey, in hey, your Ranger. state, Granger, sorry. Not Baumgartner. Maybe I was Ranger, thinking of that Jewish girl. <laughs> um, Barry, her name was Barry. Yeah, I know. Um, if 
if any of them are in your state and you feel so inclined, you know, write them, call them, and tell them, you know, fuck you, quit driving the military industrial complex and the prison industrial complex Patrick for that Lee. matter. Yeah, you're running the nut. Um, but I, I think that we need to, to take some action on a, a meaningful level. And no matter, we need to at least know what's fucking going on a little bit better. Yeah. Cause they, I mean, dude, nobody fucking knew that shit. There are some people that read it in the New York Times, maybe the Wall Street Journal. I learned a ton Washington of Washington Post. In, in the first week of our spring semester. Right. Now that we're back from sabbatical. Office. But Fuck. I love public institutions like the post office. Me too. I love public institutions like DARPA and the NSA, the CIA, the, the FBI. O- the Office of Naval Intelligence. Because they send us fun people to talk to us at book release parties. Um, if you ever want to come back out, I, I'd really love to talk to you again. You, we would really, we'd do an interview with you. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Why don't you call us and we can do an interview? You, what's 720-334-ROLL? Yeah. You can also email us and we'd be glad to talk to I'm you I'm pretty then. sure you can get access to this without paying because you guys have ways of doing things like that. Right. Um, and, you know, for that matter, if any of you want us to interview someone for whatever fucking topic, let us know. At the same numbers, 720-334-ROLL-7655 or shortbusdebateclub at yahoo.com. Um, that was like a, a really decent transition, you know, to the end. We did a pretty good job that time. <laughs> We're working on this. It All right, be bitches. Better, it would be better if I didn't say that. It's kind of like when you, like, go to a place where they take care of cats and you donate money to them. Or when you explain a joke. Yeah, you don't you don't explain a joke, and you don't tell the people that you're donating money. You just give them cash, and it's for purely altruistic. <laughs>